shit's going down right now. So let you motherfucking haters know. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Killer Review. I am your host, Kyle Martin, and today we're going to be discussing Jordan Peele's directorial debut, Get Out. Uh, some of you may know Jordan Peele from the comedy duo of Key and Peele, uh, and you can probably remember their feature film debut in Keanu last, uh, last year. And this is a film that uh, is a horror thriller. A lot of people... I think at the get out, even though that's that's the name of the movie, uh, maybe we should say get go from the get go. Did not think that this film uh, would probably do very well, especially with uh, a typical comedian in Jordan Peele doing this film. And this wasn't just his directorial debut, but he also wrote and co-produced the film. Now the film premiered at the Sundance Film Festival in January. And it was just released uh, this Friday. Thursday midnight showings for those of you who like to go see them at midnight at the premiere. Uh, Universal Pictures distributed the film. Cast uh, was kind of unknown. Daniel Kaluuya uh, was the main uh, star of the vehicle. Catherine Kinnear was in it. Allison Williams played Kaluuya's uh, fiance, Brett, or uh, girlfriend rather. Bradley Whitford was in this, um, plays uh, Allison's uh, father, and then uh, Stephen Root. And then also Little Rail Howery, who one could argue stole the, sh- stole the movie. Um, and we'll get to that in a minute. So this is a film that's probably going to remind a lot of people of Stepford Wives, as well as uh, Guess Who's Coming to Dinner. Uh, some of you may remember the remake from... Uh, Guess Who's Coming to Dinner, titled Guess Who, uh, that came out, well, almost 20 years ago, it seems. Probably been about 15, anyway. Guess Who, that starred Bernie Mac and Ashton Kutcher uh, and Zoe Zaldana before she really uh, became a star. So, a lot of people were kind of curious, as I stated, uh, how this movie was going to turn out uh, with a comedian. And I have to say that this is a film that works in comedy into the horror genre that worked that worked really well i think uh, for the most part this is a film that tackles uh racism it does so in a very modern interesting way and i think that's something to be commended i know jordan peele i think uh had you know through the interviews and the press junkets for this film had kind of indicated that he wanted to talk about that but in a modern way in a horror film which it's kind of hard to do implementing the horror aspects of a traditional horror movie, I guess. He succeeds uh, quite well uh, on both using his comedic chops in the writing of the film and the horror suspense elements that are there. And this is a film that does not tell you what's going on. It's a very visual film. You have to you have to piece what's going on throughout the film. Uh, yourself Uh, there's not a lot of exposition uh, in terms of what uh, you're seeing or what's going on or things like that you'll see the elements of racism throughout the film Uh, there's one just absolutely brilliant 
scene about midway through the film that I absolutely loved and it it deals with slavery and it it's it's a all it's quiet it's a complete quiet scene there's no there's no talking there's no nothing it's just uh, it involves several actors of the film and and it's just it's a brilliant take on slavery from 200 250 years ago it, it's just a phenomenal scene visually this film was just fantastic you know the lighting was very well used uh, the imagery was very well used it's a very suspenseful almost sort of 1970s horror f- feel but uh with the modern turn to it and Basically, the, the gist of the story is that this black male, a photographer that's dating this white girl who goes to meet her parents. And as you can imagine, this is where the guess who's coming to dinner element comes in. It doesn't go particularly well. There's, you know, a little bit of uncomfortable dialogue and things that happen when you meet the parents of whoever you're dating, and let alone now where there's an interracial relationship. It plays on that. And then the Stepford Wives aspect of the film kind of takes takes in its effect and starts working on the racism part uh, of the film. And I will say this, I've seen some of my friends and some of their friends on Twitter and Facebook saying that this film is original. It's not, because I'm clearly referencing two films uh, from you know, 20, 30, 40 years ago. So, my friends, that is not original. Um, this is not a completely original take. It it it's taking elements from other films and make and mixing them into this horror thriller comedy that's uh, geared towards talking about racism. It it's does it in a fascinating way. This is a terrific film. I'm not degrading this by saying it's not original. You don't have to be a completely original film. There are very, very few or completely original films these days, and you guys need to understand that. The, and and this is the reason that people are saying it's original. It's because they haven't seen Stepford Wives, and they haven't seen Guess Who's Coming to Dinner, and they don't think about things like uh, like this. You know, in our Mrs. Doubtfire review, which I'm hoping to get up by the end of the weekend or by Monday at the latest, you can see that the comedy Some Like It Hot had an influence on the novel and the book uh, that was Mrs. Doubtfire. That's considered one of the greatest comedic movies of all time. That film was about two men cross-dressing for a job, which is what, you know, Mrs. Doubtfire was about. So, and Mrs. Doubtfire is a completely, you know, it's an amazing movie. It's one of Robin Williams' best. That That doesn't mean it didn't take elements from other things. So just keep that in mind uh, when you guys go out and talk about, you know, this being an original film. Because it's tackling a, you know, a tough subject in racism in a modern way through this horror comedic uh, vehicle that Jordan Peele gives us in this film doesn't mean that the elements that are in the film have not been used prior. So just keep that in mind. I don't want to get into spoilers at all because this is a movie that's best seen in the theater. Um, I know myself and Travis uh, last week with the Great Wall Review went in the spoiler territory. I won't do that with this film. I want you guys to go out and see this film because it's a very good film. 
uh, and it deserves credit. I want to talk about the horror genre in general because the horror genre the past year, maybe year and a half now we can say, has really rebounded. And we have, we've had films like Green Room. We've had films like Don't Breathe. Lights Out, which I haven't seen yet. I'm going to try to see it. I hear good things about it. We had Split this year. Uh, we've had this movie now and Get Out. The horror thriller genre, especially with Blumhouse, is definitely coming back. And I can't tell you, for those of you that don't know, Blumhouse has acquired the rights in development on a Halloween uh, semi-sequel um, over at Blumhouse Productions. John Carpenter is back in, on board with the Halloween franchise, and I can't wait to see what that film is and does. This film, and this is this is what filmmaking is. You don't need these $150, $180, million, $200 million budgets that these films in the summer do, or that The Great Wall did. I think I said The Great Wall had a budget of like $175 million, and it was terrible. It was a horrible uh, film-going experience, in my opinion. This film, that was a hundred times better than that, was made for $4.5 million. I mean, it has its flaws. It's not a flawless film. There's very, very few flawless films. But this is a very good directed, shot, scripted movie. It beats The Great Wall from last week on every single level uh, with that. And its budget was literally almost 1% of what The Great Wall was. So keep that in mind when you think about these films and what they're doing. So with that, I want to talk a little bit about Bradley Whitford's character. And Bradley Whitford... Uh, plays Allison's father in this, uh, the the girlfriend to Daniel Kaluuya. Bradley Whitford, there's gonna, I, I, I foresee memes being made because he literally has this uh, Chicago Cubs fans are going to cry foul probably because he literally has the same get up and look in this film that Joe Madden has, the skipper of the Chicago Cubs. He has the same black glasses. He's got the same hairdo and the same beard. And he, I mean, he's literally right out of the Chicago Cubs dugout. So that was an interesting take for me. Um, but I want to talk about little Rel Howery. He steals this film. There's, he is basically the vehicle of the comedy in this film. And he, he with the script writing... Jordan Peele was able to get him in certain spots in the film to create that comedic uh, humor. And I think, you know, in a way you could almost argue that this film needed the comedic aspect because it is dealing with racism and it gets dark in certain parts of the movie and then he it will insert this character that Lil Rel Howdery plays in certain parts of the movie that give you this comedic relief that kind of detents the situation. Now, some of you may argue that you're in a horror movie and you don't want that. You don't want the tension uh, de detensed, as you will. But in this case, sorry guys, I'm a little nasally today. Uh, 
here in northwest indiana the temperature has dropped from about 70 degrees to about 35 degrees so howry literally has scenes that are just stolen from this film and he, he reminds me a lot of uh I'll, I'll think of it later but he's he's another uh comedian comedic actor that's in a lot of films for relief and this this is a film that uh deserves you going out and seeing it i highly recommend it jordan peele is a win here everything about this film just works anthony anderson by the way is the name of the 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 comedic actor that reminds me of uh howry's character in this film um i want to talk about the soundtrack because uh, Jordan Peele went out and uh, you know said that he wanted distinctly black voices and black musical references uh, for the score of this film, and he said it was very hard because most black music has hope in it, and um, the score when it comes out is actually includes Swahili, uh, the African. Uh, language in in the in this music and it adds this kind of creepy feel to the film it was very well done um to really create this this horror film um it was michael abels that did the, the score and the soundtrack and he was also there this is his first uh scoring effort on a big or not a big budget film but a you know a hollywood film you know all in all guys i i highly recommend you go out and see this this is one of the better films i've seen this year top three for sure you know i i like i said i would put the top three films i've seen this year split john wick 2 and get out and two of those are horror films and one's an action thriller so uh with this film i'm gonna get into my rating now and i i i didn't want to be too harsh on this because i'm gonna change my initial scoring of this film originally i was going to give it about a three out of five or excuse me a three and a half out of five but i think i'm going to go with a four because i sat and i think that's what i gave john wick to and i i thought about that to myself and i thought well did i enjoy this film less than i did john wick two or did i you know did i enjoy john wick two more than i did this and I can't say that I did. These are two different movie-going experiences. I enjoyed both of these in the theater. So on that level, and because of that, I'm going to give Get Out a 4 out of 5. It's a great movie. It's by far the best movie to come out in the last two weeks. It's a good blend of comedy and horror that we don't see hardly at all uh, in Hollywood these days. So um, at least it's pulled off in the right way so with that in mind guys uh go out seek it out give jordan peele some some love uh with with this film uh go out and support it you know the the more these films on this kind of budget of four and a half million the more they're gonna they're gonna um the more that we're gonna get of them and that speaks volumes to film please go out and see these films that are like this on small budgets um, so we can get more of these. So on that note, uh, I want to tell you guys again, we are officially on iTunes now. So go over to iTunes, click on podcast, search for the killer review, give us five stars, subscribe to the channel, 
and give us a little bit of a, a summary and some comments as to what you think of the show, what you'd like to see more of on the show, and that will greatly help us improve the podcast and help us uh, go into bigger and better directions. So if you could please do that, we would greatly appreciate it. And you guys can find me on social media on Twitter at McBrook148. And until next time, guys, uh, have a good rest of your weekend, and we'll talk to you soon. Shit's going down right now. So let you motherfucking haters know. <laughs>